Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls and the still winless Parramatta Eels. I'm your host Ben and joining me as usual is the man who made the hashtag six in a row famous, Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we've, we've gone from one crisis edition yep. with the... Uh, the salary cap, Manly being handed down the naughty, being put into the naughty corner yep. for their uh, uh, alleged, we're still going to go with the alleged, <laughs> their, their alleged Caught cap, red-handed <laughs> salary cap, um, and we're going straight into the other crisis uh, edition. It's just one crisis over another in the NRL, yes. and this is the uh, Parramatta Eels six in a row crisis oh, really? no, edition, I thought, episode of the Screaming English I podcast. thought when you said this was a crisis edition yeah. that we're talking about, well, there's only one person that we always talk about, was uh, our man, Jackson, Jackson Hastings. Hastings. Well, I don't know. I'd say being winless in 2018 after six rounds, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's is that, that bad. As a, as a para fan, you just sort of go, eh, yeah. yeah. I was born to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> para fans have gone the full retard right now and you know you don't this is just another year for a para fan what was that mel gibson film about um jesus christ and it was just like three hours of him getting tortured yeah the the yeah what was it called tim amner no <laughs> he's yeah. seen it a few times it was called like the last the passion of the, the Christ. passion of the cross yeah. i feel like um it's the passion of the power a passion of the power yes it's just it's just 80 minutes of watching Para just get whipped, it's a life flogged, suffering. made fun of, having well, a crown of thorns put on their head. <laughs> and uh, then the full-time, whistle, the full-time whistle goes and then they're put up on a cross as the journos just... No, they kneel. Know, they kneel in a circle <laughs> and pray. The passion of the Para. Um, well... Six in a row, Billy. Could have would, been the Tigers game. Who, who would have called it? Who Only six weeks ago... You went into it fresh-faced, starry-eyed, yes. yes. swagger in your step, yep. top four, baby, top mm. four. You had the return of the prodigal son, Jared Hayne. <sighs> yes, they were the days. <laughs> they were the days. You were flying fancy-free. <laughs> and now here we are. Um, yes, so but, that's the podcast for this week. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it. But, you know, we've got... Can I just can I just touch on our new subject maths? Okay. So we got hard maths. Yeah, here's 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 a maths question for maths in the sandpit. So mm-hmm. here's one for you. What do you get if you go if you have a winless para? Mm. You add Clint Gunthinson. Yep. What does that equal? I don't know. Six losses. Six losses. Still. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Even with Clint. Even with. Even with Gutherson. With an injury. The great. Dare I say the great white hope? Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> let's, let's not let's keep things above let's board. Not, let's not. We're not one uh, of those podcasts. Let's not pull out the highlighter and put it over that. But um, tough I mean, season. I mean, I I I pointed it out to you the other day. Um, you got five in a you got five losses in a row. Yep. And Monday morning, and it was when was it Sunday? Sunday, you got your fifth. Yeah, we got ours. Yeah. It was prime time. And um, first thing Monday morning, instead of talking about five losses, Brad Arthur, a full 24, well, even more than 24 hours before Team List Tuesday, mm. big announcement, Gunthinson's back. Yeah. Has there ever been bigger misdirection well, <laughs> ever in the NRL? We talk ever. about misdirection. Yeah. Let's, let's stay on that topic <laughs> okay, without being let's. interrupted sure. for once. Well... As long as you make the points I want you to make, you won't <laughs> yeah. get interrupted. So there's a lot of Manly fans taking great joy in Para's abysmal season. Yes. And I put to the jury yep. that it's also because the only teams you guys have beaten mm. is us, who yeah. we're on a one-way ticket to the, the spoon and back. Yeah. And who else did you beat? Some other deadbeats. Canberra. Canberra, the second well, worst team in the competition. No, they're coming like 10th now. Just, they've beaten us as well. Yeah, well... So, I uh, I think there's a bit of deflection happening where Manly fans are not wanting to talk about them being caught cheating. I mean... About the club not having any players left. About internal fighting. I mean, we're talking about a club... I feel like you're jumping in ahead in the podcast. Crisis. I feel like you're jumping crisis. ahead. So, yes, the Eels are in a very... I mean, I'd come back... Very bad place. We're talking about, you know, we're doing... Maths in the sandpit right yeah. now, and I'd come back to you with, you know, well, at least we've won twice as many games as you. There's some asterisks. Maths doesn't stand yeah. up to that because two times zero is still zero. So it's but hard there, for me yeah. to crunch the numbers on this one at the moment. There's, there's some number crunching, though, when you, get, when you can't afford to get penalised <laughs> for cheating, then... The perfect crime. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's a pity crime, really. It's <laughs> like the guy that said, oh, let's, let's let him off. He's got nothing going for him. Take it. So... <laughs> We'll take it. Yeah, that was the only good thing that happened to me this week was manly losing, really. It was one for the good guys, the inner West Tigers. All right, so let's get uh, uh, let's just quickly say that we are on location yep. at the moment. Um, so this will be a quick episode, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's coming out a little late as well. We yep. are currently on location down the coast down doing the coast. a fact-finding mission. In Ricky's territory, actually. Ricky who? Ricky, salty Ricky's tears. Oh right, yeah. is this Canberra this is territory? Canberra territory. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're further yeah. south than Canberra. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Cronulla. We're <laughs> <laughs> we not in the Cronulla catchment at the moment. Once we get outside of uh, the northern beaches or the inner west, Ben's completely lost. <laughs> I don't know where we are. This is Brisbane. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so this will be a quick episode. We'll get we'll get straight into it. Um, and I mean, one obviously one of the reasons are is that Manly had a bye this week, so yep. um, only one game to talk about. Yeah, well, Paris season the, the, hasn't the started yet, though. So you've still, had a bye, but we have still preseason. We're still, still, still preseason. We're in the stall still, waiting for the gun to go off. <laughs> um, all right, so let's just get into news. Seagull stars refuse to play with Hastings. Mm, this is this. Yeah. Um, just when you, know you think when, that, just when you think the season as a, as a para fan, but as 
As a screaming Eagles fan. As a screaming Eagles fan, mm. I love Jackson Hastings. Mm. I'm not a big fan of the Sea Eagles, but mm. it's hard not to like this young man. Yeah. And then this is thrust. He's like Ginger me. Meg's come to life, isn't he? <laughs> With a bad, even worse haircut. <laughs> oh. I, do you remember? I mean, I think there's two moments that I'll always remember for my life, in my life, mm. and that's when I was not about, both of your children. No, won't no. remember that. <laughs> I remember when I was about eight years old. Yep. And I realised for the first time, it dawned on me for the first time mm. that Santa Claus wasn't real. Oh. Spoiler this, alert for the kids. <laughs> sorry, this thing sorry out if there's there. any kids. Um, this is up there. Um, finding out that Hastings is not liked. This is by outrageous. His manly teammates. Um, if it was anyone else, yeah, I would say not true. Yeah, but he's a three-time offender, so you got to go with. You kind of, you know, if it was if we're in a court of law, there's a history. <laughs> That well, is admissible in court. You know what? I, I think it's a lot more complex. <laughs> Just like our friends, the TPAs, right. which I could talk about. <laughs> Please don't. This but is going to be a quick episode. Uh, but it's complex because Jackson is not a normal man. He's, mm-hmm. he's a man that, that's probably not even from this planet. <laughs> he's like Shaft. Yeah. He's a complicated man and no one understands him <laughs> but his woman. <laughs> or, if you follow him on Instagram, he's cockapoodles. Whatever he is, <laughs> spaniel poodles, whatever that whatever that mix is. So it's it's actually a Shakespearean esque tragedy mm. that someone with so many virtues, it's just the world isn't ready for Jackson. So this week's award, mm. choose the door, goes okay. to it's a joint. We got a joint winner. Yes, um, the two guys who have also been battling it out for the. Um, but not all heroes wear capes this season. Yeah. Um, choose the door goes to DC and Jackson Hastings. Yeah. Um, fellas, if if you're angry and you want to punch something, look to Dylan Walker. Yeah. He, like we've said before, he had he was drunk. It was late at night, and his girlfriend was yapping in his ear. <laughs> you forgot the keys. What you fucking it? Now, 99.9% of players would turn around and hit the girlfriend. He chose the door. Mm. Now. DCE should have chosen the door. <laughs> we don't know who threw the first punch. I'm going to go and say it was probably DCE who threw the first punch. <laughs> Jackson, we love him, but I feel that it would be a big step for him to throw the first punch at the captain, the million-dollar man. Mm. Well, know. unless he saw DCE. DCE's been getting out there a lot lately. Have you noticed? Like he's been Since oh, the salary cap scandal, yeah. he's been out there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Now... I'm not going to jump to conclusions. Mm. But I think they were doing some work with some handicapped kids. Mm. And I think Jackson might, might have felt a bit threatened. You know, this is yeah. his territory. It is his territory. Hey, there's no place for, for fucking sightseers yeah. when it comes to handicapped kids. Yeah. Don't diss my ability. <laughs> and, you know, I don't blame Jackson for getting upset. <laughs> no. This is his turf. Yeah. But look, so apparently it's it's breaking news. Yeah. Now take this with a grain of salt because it is from well the first the first there's bit, there was a bit of a bust up. Okay. Um, Did Carrianus report it? Uh, they've all kind of there's oh, been quite a few people. As long as it, if, he, if if he didn't report it, this it was it this happen. was in the warm up. This was in the warm up before the Titans game. Ah, okay. Yeah. And. DCE described it as a bit of a lover's tiff mm. when asked about it. Yeah. Now, Paul Gallen 
was also asked about, you know, does he know Jackson Hastings, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And he put his two cents worth in and Gallon was like, well, I've never met him. I don't know if it's happened, but I, but he did say, when you're training and you're going hard yeah. at opposition teams, things sometimes do oh. get heated, you know? You're a bit of a push and shove and then at the end yeah. of it, you just shake hands and you're all, you're all good. Mitch Moses does it all the time. Yeah, yeah. during a game. <laughs> it's normal. Um, but it seems like it might be a little bit more than that because it's been reported that there's been also a second incident. Mm. This was after the Titans game. And uh, DCE, they went back to the hotel and DCE went and had tried to have a chat to Jackson. Now, this is being reported by Danny Widler, mm. you know, and if he's not skipping leg day at the gym, then he's making up stories. That's yeah. what he likes to do. It's but, his two favourites and shaving his whole body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is three favourite things. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, and you know, little known fact, he always starts with his armpits. Starts he starts air. with his armpits. Most people start with the face and just yeah. walk, work down. I reckon he's one of those guys. But he starts at the yeah. he starts at the armpit and just does circles. <laughs> Goes <laughs> just, up. It's a spiral <laughs> and just works his way around. It's he's a weird guy. Stops just below his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, uh, which then also got heated. Now it's now being reported, as we just read, that the players are now turning around saying, "We're not going to play with this guy. Mm. He is a fucking." But there was an off. I've seen some breaking news saying yeah. that some players are saying they're behind him and they support him. Oh really? Yeah. Who? Which players were those? It didn't say. Right. It just said some players have. Well, know, I think it's all a moving sphere at the moment. If you follow him on Instagram, he does hang out with the two young fellas, Sean Lane, okay, and and Jack, the new starting second rower, Jack, because. Kozuski or Kozlowski or Kuzuski. Linda Kozlowski's second cousin. I like I to think, think of she is. Big Lebowski. Sure. Yeah. Um, so he hangs out with those two guys. Okay. So, you know, obviously, you know, if someone's going to say no, it's all, you know. Um, Club and Crisis, would you say? Uh, not really. I mean, a third string, um, yeah. third string half. Having a fight with the captain's not too much of a crumbling crisis. I mean, I think it's going to be dealt with pretty quickly. Well, did you see the NRL.com was reporting that, yes, third string half potentially, but given, Mm. yeah, I'm not sure if you remember, there were some charges levelled at the Seagulls about Mm. cheating Mm. and some some, some fines or Mm. lack of payments. Actually, now that you mention I do remember seeing a whole bunch of villages with pitchforks. (laughs) So they were saying, though, on NRL.com that... Jackson does complicate matters. I'm not going to interrupt you. But I'm going to let you correct? keep going yeah. with his dribble. Keep no, going. Isn't that correct, though? That I'm not actually having shots, shooting shots here, mm. but um, they were saying it's not as straightforward to just ditch Jacko now because of the depth issue. They're not going to potentially have enough players if... Four, so let, let me, ju- yeah, let me, me just get, let me just get this straight. Let me, straight. The hard let, let me, let me see if I'm understanding this correctly. Yeah. So NRL.com, yep. one of their journalists yep. who is paid by the NRL yep. is writing a story about how the $300,000 fine is going to cripple Manly oh. because now they don't have the depth. Is that okay. what you're telling me? Hang on, let so me just you, queue up this X-Files. Yeah, please do. Do you think that maybe he's being encouraged to say that 300000 mate? It's a big fine. It's, it's a real three, fine. It's 300000 right? It's thus far been reported that Manly's dropped three players because of this $300,000 fine. Mm. 
Darcy, now Jackson's gone, and they're talking about somebody, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember, it's like, you're talking about, not with what, we've cut $900,000 worth of players to pay a $300,000 fine. Again, I don't want to go back to hard maths, mm. but that doesn't add up. But Jacko wouldn't be on more than he's on. He's apparently, well, according to NRL.com, he's on a, hef- he's on a he's good on a, pay packet. He's got a good pay packet. Okay. But, okay. So yeah, it's all fake I, news is what you're saying. I don't know. Join the math. Join the dots. Do the maths. It it's seems a, a little bit. It's a wide-ranging conspiracy. It seems like every time someone's leaving, it's because of this three hundred thousand um, dollar cap breach. Yeah. And it's but I mean realistically, you have to, like I said, three hundred thousand. You have to pat. You have to cut a backup winger. But to, to cover that, I mean, it's, it's three hundred per year, right? For two and then, years. I, but I also—it's not just that. It's also that you've lost Sirenin and the yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's the Exiles guy as well, yeah, to ACL. So you yeah. do have some depth issues. Yeah, I, absolutely. Which you, you're going to have if you have nothing, two ACLs. But that's got nothing to do with. We're not getting a starting second rower. We're not going to go out and sign a starting second row for three hundred thousand and be good to go. Yeah, like that—that's got nothing to do with anything. Any, any club, right? Yeah. Any club that loses three of their seventeen and now um, is going to struggle. Yeah, yeah. Like we've lost George Tafua, we've lost Curtis Sirinan, and we've lost the blocking units. Mm. I mean, and yeah. Darcy. Oh, Although you're going to well, try and get salary rid, We're kind of getting rid of Darcy. I don't mm. think he was... No, no, no. But you're, trying to was... get, you're trying to clear some space with him. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... Yeah, but I they're think... saying you, you won't be able to get rid of Hastings off the books because no well, one's going to pay you... him to go anywhere. No, I think I think he could go... I think the only place he's really going to go is Para mm. because they love getting <laughs> fucking debacles in or Super League, realistically. Yeah. But, you know... It's a, he's on his last. He, he, you know, he's he'd be looking. His management would be looking, mm. because he's on his last year. So if they can find someone who'll pick him up now, why the fuck wouldn't they? You know mm. what I mean? Like they know Manly's not going to sign him again, and he's going to just be thrown down to reserve grade. It was a sharp turn, though. Let's not go into the semantics, yeah. but yeah. we've been following his career since yeah. he joined mm. from the Roosters, yeah. and. He seemed to be a good bloke. Like, he seemed to be yeah. doing all the right things. Look, and, you know, yeah, we laughed at him yeah. being yeah. a bit over the top in mm. handing out free tickets. But it felt like he was making an effort. Yeah, oh, he was 100% making an effort. And then it seemed like... But you're right. We, we'd been asking the question all year long as to, well, why don't they, why don't they put Hastings in? Yeah. You know, when Dylan Walker's injured and there's other injuries and they've got this croaker in who's defending well, but... When they need points, just put no, you know, and it maybe I, it does. I think, it starts I think what was looking the strangest thing? I think the strangest thing was against the Titans mm. when um, Croker got knocked out, mm. basically, had to go off for an HIA. Jackson Hastings came in and started playing hooker, mm. and then Arpy went to five eights. It's like, well, why would you take your hooker and put him at five eights when <laughs> you've got someone? He pretty much played an entire season at 5'8 for East, like the year before. Mm. Um, well, two seasons before. Um, it's strange. It was a strange thing by Supercoach super TV. Yeah. And for a minute, if it wasn't, you know, you'd almost question him. But I don't know. I, 
I give him a lot more slack. I think there's a lot... Gen, coaches in general, mm. I think there's a lot more going on than you give them credit for, uh, than, that, that people don't give them credit for. Like people just go, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. I think a lot of the time they do know what they're doing, but there's like cap issues or there's personality issues yeah. or there's a hundred things they're trying to balance. Yeah, that's I guess they can't come and throw Hastings under a bus. Yeah, and that's and, and that's why they're doing actually it. Actually, he's a dickhead. And, yeah. But we're, we're working on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Sad I mean, day though. Sad day for the yeah. podcast. Well, and Jackson put up on his Instagram today, yeah. um, which is quite a famous sporting uh, little saying. It says, uh, everything comes to you at the mm. right time. Mm. Be patient yep. and trust the process. So, on that note, let's move on from our good friend Jackson <laughs> Hastings. Brad Arthur has lost the dressing room, according to Ray Hadley. Now, if, if Danny Widler is skip leg day, yeah. Ray Hadley is... Neck no. day. Skip. Because <laughs> he wobbles skip like a brain, fucking jelly. Skip brain day. Yeah. It's just, but... Can I, can, yeah. I th- can I go yes. in to the next headline? Because yes. they kind of merge, but I like both headlines. It's like so the Northern... It merge, you're good at merging. So <laughs> it's, like, uh, yeah, it's like Perth and Para. <laughs> Brad Arthur built a team on his values and then pissed it away by signing too many egos. <laughs> Who said this? Uh, this was just some, I don't know, Sport sporting genius. news or one of those Twitter yeah. fake sports Screaming account eagle. things. But there was an actual Oh, it was article. an actual headline. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, <sighs> both are connected. Yes. He may have lost the dressing room, mm. but not because it's a bunch of, you know, it's not because Cam Smith and Billy Slater and Cooper yes. Cronk are there going, this guy doesn't know how to coach. We've, we don't believe in him anymore. Mm. But... Has he lost the dressing room because of the recent signings and quite a lot of signings mm. of renowned, dare I say, fuckwits? <laughs> like, yeah, I said it. I said it on I think you can get Twitter, away with yeah. maybe one fuckwit in the mm. team, but he kind of went out there and threw the long trail net, <laughs> yeah. the long haul net, and just fucking took anything he could. Yeah. Well, it's what, what the Swans, the Sydney Swans, Infidel's Corner whoa, here. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, what? Uh, Hang on, hang going on, what, what's, what's Swans? But you know, they have this thing. Swan Lager. That they pride themselves on their no dickheads policy. Mm. Well, it seems like Paris just got an all dickheads policy. Like, and I've been upset at Brad Arthur mm. since the start of the season. Mm. Since the start? Well, not game one. No. You can, you can have a loss. Then they have a 54-0 loss. I was... Then, I wouldn't call that a loss. Yeah. well, That's That a was a hum- wake-up call. That was a humiliation. Mm-hmm. They've not done anything. So the roster is... The, the, the way the roster's playing right now, I'm going to touch on game because I don't want to talk about the game because this... Mm. Oh, it's annoying because Manly had a bye this week, so we yeah. don't have any team but to play, talk about. The, the roster is playing worse by a long way than any other roster in the comp. Mm. And the co- like, I think the players. I would love to sack ninety percent of the players. I'd mm. keep Gutherson. I'd keep Nathan Brown, and then I'd basically get rid of every other single. Like no one else has put their hand up. Like literally, no one else mm. has done anything. Mm. But and surprising guys who used to have a lot of mongrel in them, like Manu Ma'u, yeah, just, just got soft. He's just 
it's they've it's all gone weird. soft it's weird so yeah. you can't fire them all though because we're getting belted in the other grades as well mm. there's no one so really the coach is responsible i mean brad arthur stood by the yields when we were in our salary cap Mm. Had our salary cap points yeah. stripped off, but, but Brad Arthur was getting paid by the Eels. That's exactly what He's I was going to say. He wasn't coach. doing it yeah. out of you know. He wasn't volunteering his time while yeah. he had a paper run at this. You know. Yeah. Like, He's yeah. not like well, I've got you know, I yeah. could be out there earning a lot of money, but I'm doing well. No, you are. He was earning money. Yeah. At the end of the day, they've got to stand and fall by their results. Mm. They're none and six. And what's he done to address it? It just seemed like every week none and eight, if you want to count last season. But yeah. yeah. Well, they lost the last two. Mm. But then even that, they say, well, we made the finals last year. So you live mm. off the glory of that. But they've lost their first six in a row mm. against not finals teams. Mm. And what have they done to address it? It, does, it feels like... I, don't, I wouldn't say he's lost the players in so far as it doesn't seem like there's... there. It's not like the Jason Taylor situation at the Tigers where they were outwardly against him. But he certainly isn't getting from them what a first-grade team needs to get. And if he can't do it, then someone else can do it. That's mm. what the coach gets paid to do. Mm. If you don't do your job, I won't talk about I don't have a job, so it doesn't matter. But if you don't do your job, mm. well, they'll get someone else to come and do the job that you're meant to do. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's very, very dark times at the Eels. The, you know, the playing group is just... It seems like they don't like one another very much. And they'd seem... At this pre-season, it was all them dicking around and high-fiving and laughing, mm. and they seemed to have this swagger. And I genuinely thought, how good is this? They're enjoying mm. themselves. Mm. But if you look back at what the results have shown now, it's like, actually, these are guys that don't really care about football that much. Mm. And here's, an, here's another one. Get Let me vent. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's do you, talk, do you let's appreciate the fact that I'm not interrupting yeah, you, even though I really want to get in yeah. here? And say so can something. I give you another news story? Well, well, no, I don't want to move on. Well, okay, we'll dive can in. Can I just say, yeah. just about that, Yeah. I think Brad Arthur mm. believed his own hype, mm. that he was a great, he was the next Wayne Bennett, a great leader of men, as they say, mm. a fucking, the player whisperer, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think he's just believed his own hype. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll... I'll take Manu Ma'u, who's been at at prison, and I'll turn him around. Mm. Look at that. Look what I've done. Nathan Brown, he was a real troublemaker at South. Look, I turned him around. Mm. Mitchell Moses, bring him here. Don't you you know who I am? I'm Brad Arthur. I turn people around. I'm a great man. I lead men. Yeah, maybe. Jared Hayne, bring him in. He's just going to come here and do a job. Corey Norman, no worries. He just believed that he could do anything. He could turn people around. And I just think the tide tipped. Yeah. At some point, the, 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 you know, Teams full suddenly, of tickets, yeah. suddenly the pointy end is him and Clint Gunthinson mm. and maybe Nathan Brown. Yeah. But the bottom of the pyramid is Kenny Edwards. Yeah. And fucking Jared Hayne mm. and Corey Norman and all these fuckers. Mitchell weirds. Moses. Mitchell Moses and yeah. all these guys. It's like, no, no, no. You can probably have. You can probably have one dickhead, yeah. possibly two on a team, and yeah. get away with it. But if the majority of them are that way, they will just fall back to their natural state. Yeah. When you, you know, when when your leader, 
when you have a dog sledding team, <laughs> you know, you put your fucking troublemakers at the back and, yeah. and, and the leaders are at the front. Yeah. Well, he's got all the fucking halfwits at the front and they're just running on thin ice and mm. falling through the water. Mm. I like it. Do you like that analogy? Poetic. I literally just made it up as I was Poetic. going along. None of us will know if that's true or not, if that's how dog sleds work. But no, it is. It yeah, is. Because the smart yeah. ones, yeah. they can smell the thin ice. Ah, okay. Mm. Yeah. No, fucking... The eels are just... And you are... Let me spell it up for you. You're skating on thin ice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, now, okay. yeah. You're Do you want me to give you my new story? Please. Can't Which wait. will tie back in, just yeah, to let me vent more. Darcy Lussick officially arrives... In Toronto for the Wolfpack. Now, this filled me with confusion. Mm. I thought Toronto was maybe somewhere in England. <laughs> no, it's but it's not Canada. Yeah, but I didn't realise they played in the Super League. Yeah, so they so they're kind of like the New Zealand Warriors of the Super League. Yeah, it's a it's a weird. Mm. Yeah. It's I think there's a there's a wealthy investor. Yeah, slash so owner. they fly over there and play the Super yeah. League, right? And, and most of their players are actually English, but they're seen oh, as a great. Uh, Canadian success story much like Corey Norman and his Canadian club pussy a great Canadian <laughs> success story yeah, right. there's a joke in there franny somewhere. in there yeah. franny, little, do, let me do a little franny yeah yeah so Darcy Lucky Darcy, Darcy Lussick yeah the boys there was there was talk obviously that he was going mm. um, and then there was talk that he was going to be held back because yeah. we yeah. lost two of our forwards yeah which would make um, sense which would make sense, but um, because of our $300,000 cap issue, mm. we've had to cut yeah, $1.5 from our cap. Maths is not my strong point. It's, it's I'm still, Roosters maths in reverse. You know what? I'm going to get back to you about that because mm. maths isn't my strong point. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to crunch the numbers and mm. work out why we have to lose 80% of our playing <laughs> roster to pay $300,000 fine. But... Um, I'm when sure it's all already, fine. When you're already under I'm the sure, cap yeah, by Yeah, when we're already under. But I'm sure it's all fine and I'm sure it all works out. Yeah. Um, but before I ruin someone's career... Yeah, all I could say is trust the process. Trust the process, yeah. <laughs> Look, we might have to get Michael Carianis on to explain <laughs> it to us um, to see how it all works. But can I just... Um, you know, Darcy, Lucky, Darcy Lussick yeah. is a manly junior. Mm-hmm. Um, and can I just read the... the farewell that he wrote to to Manly okay Um, I'd just like to thank Manly Seagulls for giving me the opportunity to play for my local junior club for so long thanks to all my teammates I've had we've had a few laughs over the years absolute legends Mm. so exciting to be joining the Toronto Wolfpack see you guys soon Mm. now Darcy look not the most gifted player (laughs) And didn't win a premiership, um, you know, didn't, not a huge highlight package. Mm. But can I just, can I bring up one of my, the, the ultimate highlight? Yes. And I would say one of the most defining moments um, in the, probably the last, one of, in the last 20 years, you okay. would say. Yes. Quite a famous moment. Yes. Battle of Brookie. Yes. Against the storm, mm-hmm. the rivals, the cheats, yep. cheating the salary cap. At cheating the top. squared, that game che- was now called. <laughs> cheating the salary cap uh, was actually not not many people know, but if you watch it, 
It was actually Darcy Lussick who started the battle. Yeah. Rookie. Yeah. He was. Uh, there was a bit of a slap and a tickle with a couple of guys. Yeah. And then you know punches Punched started on. getting thrown, and then Glenn Stewart and Adam Blair came flying in, and boom, 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 and then one got sent off, the other got sent off, and then they started fighting on the sidelines again. Yeah. But it was actually Darcy Lussick who started the whole fight. Well, he, you know, he and, and as per usual, Darcy he started it, but he didn't finish it. <laughs> well, he was in the right though. He was one hundred percent. Many in the right. years, I yeah. thought that he'd started no, it, no, no, no. but he got tackled, yep. and one of the Melbourne players just yep. dropped an elbow in his That's face. That's right. Yep, and he got up and, and he got up and slapped him, him over the and back then of the head. Then it yeah. started. Yeah. So this was my segue. This is what mm. triggered me again. Yep. And, and you know, Darcy, good luck to you and didn't really do much at para seemed to do a bit more at manly when you went back uh but then it just kind of fell flat again and Plague, plagued by injuries you would say darcy maybe, in the last two years yeah. well for manly last okay. couple of seasons he's okay. had he's had a bit of a run but obviously being a para player i watched him mm. pretty closely mm. and he also gus gould used to absolutely did he win him. a couple of spoons with you i don't think he did okay i think he was post the spoon era he was more when Newcastle took over the Spoons mm, in that short phase. <laughs> anyway, I think I don't think he did, but he was a talented player. Like Gus Gould used to absolutely cream himself over Darcy's potential, mm. and why I tie it back to the last headline about the Eels and Brad Arthur losing the change room is it struck me during the week that. A lot of these cool guys, these NRL cool guys, and I would put Darcy in that category. Love to be, yeah, the boys was, you know, always yeah. in the social media post partying Aye. in Bali mm. with yeah. Corey Norman. And Aye. it's really the, they seem yeah. to be the guys that had all the talent in the world mm. and yeah. just pissed it away. Mm. And you look at the list, mm. you've now got Darcy, you're going to play for the Toronto Wolfpack in yeah. Canada. Like, mm. you know, give me a break. Mm. You've got um, Isaac John, who was a very talented player and is now the You Know The Rules t-shirt designer. Mm. Makes a, you know, pretty neat little video log for, for you know, loser Westies that want to try and look cool. Mm. Corey Norman is now very much on that path. Yep, very much. Nathan Peets, mm. the great white hope mm. at hooker for mm. New South Wales, mm. who now just spends his time trying to send funny tweets. Mm. Like, it, you see where I'm going with it? Yeah. These guys had so much potential, and it's they cared too much about being cool. Mm. It, it, it's, and I feel like that's, again takes me back to being triggered about para there's enough talent in that para team maybe not to be a top four maybe the top four flattered us because semi had the majority of the talent in the team mm. but there's still enough talent there to be top eight not to be winless after six games mm. but you've got a bunch of prima donnas that are too concerned about how cool they are mm. look what's happened to darcy looks what look what's happened to isaac john Look, look at all these guys and that's that's they're the type of idiots we're fucking signing it's well, triggered me it's quite interesting like it's funny how and this is the thing it just shows you that the so-called experts don't know what the fuck they're talking about mm. they all had power in as a top four side right? yeah you go back to our podcast at the end of last season and we were talking about and I could name like six games mm. last season that Semi 
kind of won yeah, on his own. Yeah. Now, the whole team has to tackle the opposition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've all yeah, got to defend yeah. and everything. But we're semi just length of the field tries and just pulled something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. You take six wins, especially with the comp as close as it is, you take six wins away from, from Para. They didn't finish in the top four. They suddenly... Yeah, out yeah, of the top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it shouldn't come as a massive kind of surprise, I guess. But I think everyone... But you kind yeah. of gloss over it. And the thing is, is that you've got to remember also, it's like... Um, I, I heard an interview with a, a player the other the, a couple of days ago. And he was saying the thing is about Semi is... Even when he didn't have the ball you would kind of be obsessed with where he was yeah. and he would take your focus away. You would never kick to his side of the field. So at Clint Gunlinson playing the number one jersey or something, he knows that the kick's going to the opposite corner. He knows the kick's going down to, you know, Kurosami or Barbo yeah. or yeah. whoever. You know what I mean? So it's a, I think it's been greatly underestimated. Yeah. And I think that was trying to be filled by Jared Hayne but he is a he is a shadow of his mm. former self, and and then it actually made me think. It, it I start not to keep waffling on, but it, I draw I started to draw comparisons between Jared Hayne and like someone like Tedesco, where you know they play for a shit team, and you go, whoa! Imagine if they're on a good team; these guys would be fucking unbelievable. Would they though? Because they're getting all the ball. They're getting all the opportunity. They, 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 all the plays are drawn for these guys because they're the only, because they're supposed, you know, the only decent players on the team. So it makes them look even better yeah. than they actually are. Suddenly, oh no, no, Haynes just got to come in. He's just got to do a job. We're not expecting, you know. And suddenly, not every plays for him, so he's yeah. not scoring as much. He's not, he's not the focus of their attack. Yeah. And same with Tedesco. Like he's suddenly not the number one fucking he's not the big dick in the fucking shower room anymore <laughs> you know what I mean I mean he's Italian so he probably is a big dick but <laughs> you know he's not African American <laughs> um, so that's anyway oh, but so. anyway look this has got to be a short podcast so yeah. can I just quickly um, and I know this will trigger you to a point yeah. so can we keep this under let's um, keep it I'm under all two minutes so. NRL to begin salary cap spot checks on clubs. Well done. Well done. I don't know what shocks me most, yeah. to be honest, yeah. that they're going to start or that they didn't do them already. <laughs> I mean, this is fucking insane. Yeah. It's like the... it's. We were talking earlier today. It's like the cops only investigating speeding when there's been a fatal crash. <laughs> and they come in, they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Look at the tie marks. <laughs> yes. This guy. And look how the car's wrapped around the tree. This motherfucker was going about 200 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Write him a ticket. He's dead. I don't care. Write him a fucking ticket. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. how are they not doing spot checks anyway? What the fuck else have they got to do? What's the integrity unit doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Well, I'm probably not the one to ask that question. I mean, that's insane that they don't already do it. Yeah. Todd I, Greenberg I, I don't, like, is in crisis. Guys, we're going to start checking people's salary caps. We're not just going to wait for um, the special forces police to hand over money or we're not going to wait for disgruntled board members to start slipping us fucking secret recordings. Mm. We're actually... Guys, write this one down. Who's got a dictionary? 
Okay, look this shit up. Proactive. Yeah, audit. Proactive isn't just a zit, <laughs> a fucking <laughs> something you can order online to helps clear up your skin. It's what the NRL is now going to be. Proactive. Oh. Anyway, on that note, I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> um, not all heroes wear capes. Okay. It's not a, oh, it's not sad. surprising. Not surprising. And this could be his one song, but not surprising. It's once again Jackson Hastings yeah. winning this award. Yeah. Uh, he's winning at this award for leaving the team and freeing up some salary cap for Manly. He's always giving. He's See, I, I had him winning it for he, punching Dally Cherry Evans oh, in the head. I mean, no, we all I mean, wanted to do it. He's amazing, Jackson. Someone told him that Manly was had a salary cap at issue and he <laughs> and he confused it with handicap and said, well, what can I do to help? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't... Well, Will we be able to get him? I felt like we were getting a bit of a momentum. We'll get him. Get him on the podcast. We'll get him. We're going to fucking land that fish. Yeah. And then when he's flapping around the deck, we'll whack him over the head. <laughs> then cut him up and have him with sushi. Um, game. Uh, look, Manly had a bye this week, so mm. there's nothing really to talk about there. Yeah, Paris preseason. Okay, let's go. Uh, Can I that. just say, look, not enough time to talk about everything went wrong during the game. <laughs> but my concern moving forward, and it's all about moving forward. Got yeah. to be positive. Yeah. We've got a young team. Can I just can I just do a shout out to Carl? Carl, who listens to the podcast. Yeah. Um, I just want to say to Carl, we've got a young team. Okay. <laughs> but even our youngest players are still better than David Clemmer. But, you know, we've got Joel Thompson, who's a better Josh Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> And we're moving forward. But the problem that Manly have at the moment, and it's a real worrying sign, is that we've got no fight in us when we get behind. We, we can't, we're not clawing our way back into games. And we, we were able to do it last season a couple of few times. And even if we lost, like, like um, the Storm when we played down in Brookvale last year, they put a big um, first half on us and we came back and we almost fucking won the game. Yeah. Like it was like, I think it was like, it was close to 28 or 32 to nil and we came, we brought it back to like 26. Like it was fucking close. Um, we just don't seem to have that in us. We get a couple of tries on us and we just start throwing the ball away and our tackles aren't as hard and our hit-ups aren't as hard, and we just don't, we seem to just crumble a little bit. Um, and look, we're a young the, team. Yeah, maybe the Tigers are legit. This is the uh, other, that's uh, the other problem sure. with this season, is yeah. there's these teams that every yeah. week you come up against and yeah. you think, like I look at St. George still because of mm. last year, and I go, yeah, they'll yeah. fall apart. Don't worry yeah. about it, they'll fall uh, apart. It, I definitely think that, that Tigers are a legit team. But are they the type of team who can put 30-odd points on us unanswered in a first half? No. Yeah. No. Come on. Fuck. Jesus. You know, like, give me a break. No, yeah. they're not that. Souths, you kind of think, oh, they're a bit of a joke. But they had a good win on the weekend as well. So, yeah, you are kind of fearing out who are the big teams and who aren't. But at the same time, like, we definitely, we definitely fall apart. And it's, it's a bit of a concern. And I think we're losing... I think we're... You know, Marty Tapau, I, I love having him on the side and I wouldn't, I'd always want him on the team. But he's not, 
he's not a leader. Mm. He doesn't come across as that. Like he kind of, he kind of feels like a little bit of an outsider. Like, mm. give me the ball and I'm just gonna rat. He's not yeah. talking. He's not a. Tw- he wears you know, his heart on his sleeve. A but bit he's not too. talking. He's not yeah. going. Come on, guys, let's go forward. And I think, and this is why, where I think we're, we're we're missing a little bit of um, the fastest man over ten meters. Like he really used to, no matter what the score was, he'd come in and just try and fucking smash people and run fast, and he'd get you know fire everyone up. And I just think that um, we're missing we're missing someone like that a little bit. Um, you know, Jake. Jake probably needs to step up into that role a little bit and start going a little bit harder to fire mm. up the team and mm. putting some big hits on people. And you know what? Fuck it. Even if you've got to take their head off and cop a penalty, then yeah, fuck it. Get, get a week off, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think we're um, we're missing a little bit of that. Maybe a spark. To, to yeah, when you're, we, when we you're just good don't front have runners, that but we don't not, have that. Yeah. Let's just bunker down and weather the storm. You know, when we're ahead, we can put 54 points mm. on teams. Really? That many? Yeah, that many. Wow. Uh, I can't remember Pre-season how many they... Wasn't that? Yeah. I mean, they, obviously, when you put 54 yeah. points on a team, they're going to fight back and they'll put a few tries in junk time. Mm. I can't remember what the what they got on us in the end. Sounds like remember. a game that might have been played in abnormally hot conditions. <laughs> An asterisk game. Yeah. Well, yeah, if I remember correctly, I think... The opposition were out warming up for 45 minutes in the 40 degree plus heat, which was strange for their coach to do. Mm. Clearly not a super coach like mm. super coach TB. But that's my concern from that okay. game. I don't want to go into detail, um, even though I could go into minute detail yes. ins and outs of that game. Yeah. I'm not going to because mm. we just played poorly and we'll leave it at that. But moving forward, mm. I'll, I, I will also say that I think the Tigers, sometimes you just have games where everything clicks. And I think everything was clicking for the Tigers that game. I manly played terribly. Like they played terribly, especially yeah. that first half. Yeah, they played badly. We watched it together, and it yeah. was like yeah, I remember you were. I was you, loving it. It was really weird. Like you literally, <laughs> I was smiling. Went to the toilet and came back wearing just a shirt. Yeah. And I was like, "Where are your pants?" And you went, oh, "I'm just airing them out." I was like, "That's just weird." <laughs> anyway. A win for the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you want? Do we want to? Uh, no. Should we get into? Should we get into? We're not hard stats? That, Yeah. Let's let's. Can we just uh, do a hard hang stat? On. So let me just paint the setting for you all. Yeah. Before you start, we're, we're this is probably the most professional podcast we've done. Yeah. Insofar as we're on location, but we're in this house that has this amazing study. Uh, but you know, it's also quite a romantic location. So, I'll I'll, I'll throw it it's over to you. Just us and the kangaroos. <laughs> So, yeah, like Billy said, I don't know why he's going on like that. I mean, it's not like um, it's that romantic, but... What do you think of this? What do you think of this red wine that we're drinking tonight? Because normally we drink beer, but I just thought maybe, you know, change is as good as a holiday. Sometimes Sometimes a relationship can get stale, and I just wanted to mix it up (laughs) a little bit. I'm down for trying new things. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you get down and try this? My stat. Uh, I've got a, I've got some, I've got quite a bulbous hard stat here at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this okay. is, this is a telling hard stat, mm. and we've talked about it before. But yeah. I mean, I don't think it's gone beyond just rumor. Yeah. At the moment. Um, 
superstitious. Some people would put it down to witchcraft. Yeah. But I've managed to I managed to crunch the numbers on it yeah. and turn it from witchcraft into science. <laughs> and <laughs> and um and basically if you just um touch my taint slightly, yeah. I'll fire this all over your face. <laughs> this hard stat. Okay. Manly have a hundred percent losing record this season. Yeah. With Trent not wearing a hat. That's throbbing. That's that hurts. Actually. <laughs> That's it's gotta be You can't argue. Yeah. Look, fucking you know, I hate it when people go, Oh, ninety five percent. You go, Yeah, but five percent, you know, fuck. Yeah, this is hundred. Yeah. This is a hundred percent. There's no you know, people throw that that oh, you know, the exception that makes the rule. There's no exception. Yeah. We, and this he has a not day, worn a hat once. Day game. Yeah. D A I E Y game. Yeah. Day game. Um What was he thinking? And so was the Titans game. And a hot conditions in the Titans. Now, he wore a hat. Yeah. The the he's so cheeky. Yeah. He's flirt he looks me and flirts with me. Right? Yeah. And during the pre-game yeah. interview... Well, you said, you rang me and said, get he, your money on the Eagles. He had his hat on. He's got his hat on. He's I did been it. interviewed, yeah. right? And he's got his hat on. He's, Samson yeah. has hidden his locks away underneath a magnificent manly seagulls cap. Yeah. No. That was just a little test. Yeah. Mind games. Maybe this being was thrown wasting. out there. There'd be an investigation, and then, as it turns <laughs> out, during the game, it came off. Now, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I want to say anything wrongdoings. Yeah. I don't want to accuse the other teams of cheating. Yeah, but you don't, you, you don't, you wouldn't, other you teams wouldn't of... naturally take your hat off. Okay. If you were previously wearing it. Yeah. So it's not something you do, is it? I mean, your hair's all, look. Mean, Manly's got enough issues without me yeah, accusing starting. match fixing. Yeah. Now I'm not going to say Trent's got money. Yeah. Or on other teams, uh, let's not go down that wormhole. No. Let's just say he knows what he has to do to win. Hmm. For hmm. reasons we're not allowed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. So yeah. let's just leave. We're it not that. inferring anything. That's that's yeah. just. That's that's just my hard stat. Yeah, so that's, that's we'll, pretty hard. We'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> surely someone, surely one of these fake fans like yep. Mo or Mario Seeds, they could start a GoFundMe, right? Well, I, I think, think Mo's got a supercomputer in his basement where he can just put it all in. He's mining Bitcoin on that, though. Isn't he? <laughs> he's mining Bitcoin, <laughs> and then he's spending all his Bitcoin on vinyl pops. But you know, but no, he could. They're start worth a, more than they're, they're worth more than Bitcoin. Well, yeah, future. but a GoFundMe for, for Supercoach TV to wear his hat. It's not that hard. No. But something's very suspicious there. I wonder how we can get... Anyway. Okay. Look, it's up there with Jackson Hastings. It's just things... It's on our to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Yep. Jackson and your mum is on my to-do list, you know. That's <laughs> so just, isn't that the same? Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Here's one from... Uh, here's a hard stat from Colin Byrne at, okay. uh, at Skittles Byrne. Hugh Hefner, Tom Petty, mm. Fats Domino, Malcolm Young, David Cassidy, Kim Jong-un, John Mahoney, 
I'm done. Now, I've sort of talked about what I'm done with in terms of uh, when it was in news and then finally doing spot checks on... Yeah. You know, that, that's fucking... That's not I'm done, that's I'm shocked. Yes. I don't know if we can do a new one called I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> well, um, we, you know Buzz Rothfield was done this week. Was he? Mm. He just said rugby league is a shit game. So... Did that follow a Cronulla loss or...? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm done this week. I mm-hmm. gave him another go. Yep. Um, the new, the all new and improved NRL footy show. Oh, really? I'm done. You gave it a go. It is, it is fucking horrendous. Okay. They all sit around, whoever designed the set okay. should be taken out the back and have one put in the back of his head. Okay. It's Aaron and Joey oh. who leans back and his buttons are fucking, never his buttons work so hard in all their life, <laughs> you know? trying to contain him like his shirt's like five sizes too small his legs are wide open then you've got fucking Ryan Girdler sitting there and he's just had his teeth whitened and they just look fucking ridiculous and then they've got a coffee table which is too small so the whole set doesn't is all weird and doesn't look right yeah and I don't know what they're trying to do uh, it's just it's just you're done it, I'm done I'm done with it Aaron I'm done with you you know good luck to you have your baby I hope is everything works out. Yeah, she's pregnant. Okay. Who's um, the daddy? But new NRL footy show, I'm done. What did you say? I said, who's the daddy? <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't there a rumour that Cam Smith had banged her or something? Oh, really? Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, I mean, that would require him having testicles, so... <laughs> I, I doubt it. I somehow doubt it. I'm done. I'm done with baseless innuendo. I'm, I'm done with that. I got a, And we got a couple of I'm done's okay. here being tweeted into us. Um, I'm done with rugby league. But Jackson, but, this is from Doz Travoyvic. Yep. yep. Do, at Doz tweets, Jackson Hastings being disrespectful to the ten ten million dollar man. Wow. I'm done. I'm I'm gonna go against you for once. Rarely Doz. Mate, I'll tell you something. Right. <laughs> if you've got a ten million dollar thoroughbred, you don't hit it with a twenty twenty cent fucking whip okay you uh, let you let him run how he wants to run don't need some fucking ginger megs motherfucker you've turned, you've turned quickly on our man jackson well he's quick, not he's not out the door almost but. as quick as you turned on your cheating <laughs> i'm happy to cheat. all right well that's it for the crisis yes. six in a row uh episode yeah this week um i love it could be another interesting I, I could go this week could just this could be me I could be done actually this could be my last ever you might episode. be you might come back triumphantly yeah I'm I, here's a, here's a, here's a sad thing yeah if Manly beat para yeah then the six in a row hashtag dies uh, it's gone it's only lived for a week the six in a and row suddenly hashtags. seven in a row hashtag has a new life but six in a row you know that's the one that you keep on throwing around so if we, I would say you'd be. All at, I'm going to say is, if we lose, yeah, we win. Well, I would say you'd be at one in a row if you. No, yeah. but you still lost six in a row, so the hashtag yeah, is still you, yours. You guys lost six in a row. You know, it's not about you, you, you're getting but me not, on a technicality. Not here. six in a row. Not six in a row from the start of the season. That's that's, that's unheard uh, of. But uh, anyway, 
So look, I'm just saying to the Manly fans, if by some crazy thing that we do lose, just remember that the six in a row lives on. <laughs> One in a row. Yeah. I don't think you'll lose. Six I don't... in a row is dead. Long live six in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that just about wraps it up. Mm. Honestly, so, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, an episode that's been just tinged with sadness, really. <laughs> I mean, a lot of mixed emotions here. Well, you know, I just don't feel Paris. I don't think Paris really carried its weight because (laughs) normally at least one of our teams has won, and for the last six weeks, it's just been all on Manly shoulders. Yeah. So as we always say, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Jackson Hastings kiss you goodnight. Good night, Australia.